Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, Season 2, Episode 25. I'm your host, Heather, and today we're talking about how to figure out what you really want. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, where you'll find the tools to level up your business, your mindset, and your life. Please fasten your seatbelt. It's one week from Christmas 2020. After a year like none of us ever thought we would live to experience, I mean, could anybody have predicted just everything that has happened between the pandemic, the politics, the poverty, the absolute craziness that has been every aspect of 2020, really? And a lot of people, the benefit that they've had is that it gave them a chance to really look at their lives. A lot of people spend a lot more time at home and started looking around their house going, this is this may not be where I want to live or how I want to live. A lot of people found themselves with more time on their hands, so they had to spend more time with themselves without the busyness that we're used to. A lot of people got to know their families again, got to know their spouses again, for better or for worse. And most of us had at least some amount of time to really take stock and look at what we wanted. Even if you weren't given the gift of that extra time, if you found yourself completely overwhelmed and overly busy, then looking at what you really want is equally important so that you don't have another year like 2020 and so that the rest of your life is lived intentionally, is lived on purpose, as I say at the end of every one of these episodes. We were incredibly busy all year, and Christmas didn't really sneak up on us, um, probably the way it has normally, because life is so different and you're told, you know, the mail is going to be slow and stuff. But really, we still are going through the process of sitting down and figuring out what do we want? So for Christmas, we're going to figure out what we want this year, what we want for next year, and what we want for our lives. The number of people I've spoken to who have no idea what they want, so they can't focus on it, they can't manifest it, they can't even start working toward it because they want either too many things, or they only want what other people have and don't necessarily know what that entails, or they only want what they don't have. None of those are paths forward. None of those are places of power. And none of those will help you do the things to get where you will be the happiest version of you that you can be. So as you normal, when I come up against questions like this with clients, with friends, and things that have been, you know, buzzing around my head, I figure, you know what, if I've talked to 10 people who've had this question in the past two months, it's probably time to do a podcast about it. So of course, I went and did some research. From everything I've read, which is a, a lot of things in the last few months about this type of, of topic. It really comes down to five areas. And figuring out what you want starts, step one, with deciding what you don't want. A lot of people, once they've eliminated everything in their lives that make them feel shitty, that make them feel gross, that make them feel stupid, that make them feel tired that take away and steal from their happiness, once you eliminate those things, 
often what you're left with is the life you actually wanted and you just didn't realize it because you weren't able to enjoy it. Even if that specifically doesn't happen for you, deciding what you don't want in your life, that can be one list. And then you make an equal opposite list, it'll shine a light on what you do want. So if you say, I don't want to work three jobs, well, then I want to work one job or I want to work one of those jobs, one of my three jobs I want to keep. If it's, I don't want to be out every night away from the kids or working every night away from the kids, then what you do want is a nine to five job. If what you don't want is a nine to five job because you hate that you do the same thing every single day, well, what you do want is a flexible schedule. If you don't want to be in debt anymore, then what you do want is to have financial freedom. And that involves a whole lot of steps. By deciding what you don't want, some of the stuff, like I said, if you don't want to be in debt anymore, you can't just decide to not be in debt. Like you can't. (laughs) As much as we would love to. But it does put you on the right path. So it may not transform your life just by deciding what you're not going to tolerate anymore. But often it comes down to, I don't want to be around negative people anymore. I don't want to be around people who don't light me up. That means I want to go find people who do light me up. So I'm just going to remove the people that don't from my life. And then I'll have more space for the people who are able to meet me where I am. So spend a lot of time, a lot of time deciding what do you not want? And then really figure out from those, what is the opposite that works for you? Because sometimes if I say I want to be completely out of debt, well, the way that might look for me is going to be very different than how it looks for somebody else. I still have, you know, three children and a household to run and a business to run and I can pay off the debt in two years, but that means our all of our lives are about to change really, really fast. Like I could be completely debt free, I'm sure in six months, but do I want to live that way? No, I definitely do not. <laughs> Absolutely not. So instead, I'll create a debt management plan that I know I'm paying it off and I'm doing it well and I feel good every time and I've got goals that I'm short-term and long-term goals that I'm able to hit because that keeps me feeling good. So then I'm not in debt. Then I'm repaying debt. My opposite is not getting out of debt. My opposite is repaying my debt. Number two If you really look at that and you're like, I still can't even figure out what I don't want because I don't want everything. Go back and try to remember what you wanted when you were a kid. Not necessarily what you wanted to be when you grew up. Although, you know what? Those things are still valuable. What I wanted to be when I was a kid and I would go shopping at the co-op with my mom, I wanted to be a cashier at a grocery store. I wanted to swipe the items and scan them and type in, know all of the numbers and type in all of the numbers. And then when a bulk barn came to our town, I was like, oh, they've got them all memorized and they type super quick. And I loved the idea of being a grocery store cashier. I have never done it. 
if I ever decide to retire, that may be what I do for a part-time job, just to see if I really like it as much as I thought I did. But if I go into that Why did I want to do that? Well, I love working with machines. I love making things effective and efficient. And I love working with people, but also independently. Cashiers don't work as a team. They don't group think a whole lot. That's not really my thing. I love working independently, but I love working independently with people. It's also not a very long-term relationship that you have with all of the, the clients that you serve, that is something that I wouldn't like. I wouldn't like to meet somebody or see somebody day after day and know nothing about them. I'm too curious for that. So as I've grown up, my wishes and desires have changed. I know now that part of what makes me happy in my job is that I get to constantly feed my own curiosity about people, what makes them tick, what makes them work. But there are still nuggets of truth from when I was a kid. There are still things that are the same. The things people told me I was good at when I was little, I get to use them today. Those things don't go away. A lot of us, as we grow up, we were told we were good at certain things. The world was like, yeah, but you don't make money from those, so forget it. And we end up losing part of our soul. We don't take those things into account. We don't take them forward. And if we don't take them forward, that part of us is still in there wishing it was being fulfilled. So again, go back to what games did you love to play? What did you love to do? What did you love to read? What did you want to be? And then look at them from an adult point of view and figure out, well, that's a way I could do that now. That will start you on your path forward again. Another way you could look at it is think of how you can expand on already on what you already have or do or are that you want to have more of. Sometimes it's just a matter of the the fact that you don't have enough time to indulge in the things that you want to indulge in or you don't take the time because we can't make time. We all have the same 24 hours that Beyonce does, but we can take time away from some things and spend it on more things. And we can really design a life that we want around doing and having and being more of what we already do and have and are. You can make a list of the things in your life that really make you happy. And if one of them is, you know, your self-care Sunday, that's great. Figure out how you can integrate things from your self-care Sunday throughout your entire week that will make you happier. You know, by that being your light up time that you need more self-care and that self-care shouldn't just be a thing you do at the end of a week to decompress and try to, you know, get yourself going for Monday. It should be an all the time thing. So that can start your shift again of your entire life. And it gives you that first step on your path forward. You can also try on different futures. This happens to so many people. We think we want what other people have, and especially in the era of um, social media, where we're faced with comparisons all the time. So I would look at somebody who works, you know, a, a, a nine to five normal job where, yes, they have employee reviews, but 
really, even if they do it halfway, if they kind of half-ass it today, there's nobody yelling at them. I don't have that option. I live in a very work-or-don't-get-paid kind of environment, and we have deadlines constantly. We have to-do lists of about 20 to 25 items a day constantly. There's a lot of balls up in the air. And I would look at somebody who has what I think is a simpler life and go, I want that. I just want to be able to go to work, do my work, not think all day and then leave. But do I really want that? If I really imagine myself in that type of future, is that what I really want? Or am I just tired and maybe need a snack? So try on different futures. If you are somebody who is dreaming of owning your own business, really try on what that looks like, what that feels like, what it feels like to, yes, be able to pretty much decide how much money you make, but on the other hand, work or don't get paid. (laughs) It's a big jump from being an employee to being self-employed and especially becoming an employer to other people where all of these other complications and skills come up. So if you've decided that, let's say you're going to be super fit, you are really unhappy. I figured out that what I want is to be super fit. Well, that is, that, that's a path forward. Do you really want that path forward? Do you really want to overhaul all of your habits and all of your regular emotional, maybe you have emotional eating, maybe you need more sleep than other people, all of the other things that come into your life. Really figure out and try on all kinds of different futures. Look at those posts, sure. And if they're a friend of yours, ask them what the best part and the worst part of their life is and see if that would suit you. Talk to people about their lived experiences. And people love to talk about themselves. They will have no problem, as long as they know you're not, you know, being weird and trying to rip their lives off and all that stuff. Say, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm looking for a path forward. I really think your life is amazing. Can you tell me what the best parts of it are? And can you tell me what the worst parts of it are? So that you can help me figure out if this is the kind of life I want to lead. If you know somebody who spends a lot of time in their spiritual world, and that's an area you want to get to. If you know somebody who is debt-free and always has been. If you know somebody who has the possessions, let's say the big house, the big car, the big life, and you want to have that. If they have the job that you were dreaming of, they have the family that you're dreaming of, if their health is completely taken care of, talk to those people and find out what it took for them to get there. And then you get to decide if it's really what you want. You may think you want the outcome, but you don't want anything it takes to get there. That's okay. That just becomes a, oh man, isn't it great that they have that? And you can stop worrying about it. You can stop thinking that that's what you want because you don't want the other side of it. It doesn't mean that you don't want what you don't want. It means you don't want it enough to achieve it. So put that on a list for some other day. You may want it enough to really go after it eventually, or you might not. Either way, it's really, really okay. Be good with where you are right now. 
and know that wherever you are, you can start a new path literally any day. You do not need to wait for January 1st. You don't even need to wait for Monday. As I'm speaking right now, it's a Wednesday in the middle of the afternoon, and I might decide at 3 p.m. that I'm picking up a new habit, and that's the thing I'm going to do. Every single moment you get to make new decisions and choices and trying on different futures lets you see how those decisions and choices will affect other decisions and choices, other areas of your life. Will it actually make you happier? The last tip I have, it's kind of one of those, it's a bit of a Pandora's box issue. So ask yourself, what would you do? If you had your personal selfish genie, but it has limitations. So I always say, if I could wave a magic wand and give you the life you want, what would you have? What would you do? What would you be? And the reason I do a magic wand rather than if you didn't have, you know, if money was no issue or whatever, because it might be something well outside of that. Some people, they just want a relationship. Some people want a relationship with their children. They want to improve that. Some people want to learn things and develop things and grow things. So if you had a personal selfish genie, you cannot gift away any of your wishes. So it has to only be on you because you're the only one you get to control. So you can't tell your personal genie, I wish my kids weren't assholes. (laughs) You can tell your personal genie, I wish I was more patient with my children. (laughs) Because that's the only thing in that relationship you can control. You can't say, I I wish my boss wasn't such a jerk. You can say, I wish I didn't work with that person. Because again, it's focused entirely on you. And then give yourself limitations. Make it realistic, but at the same time, allow yourself to dream. So don't say, I wish I won the lottery tomorrow. Because even if you won the lottery, you're still going to be you and have all the same problems you have right now. (laughs) That's one of those things about the lottery. It solves a problem, sort of, but it does not fix really much of anything. So focus on yourself and what your personal selfish genie is able to do for you. If your personal selfish genie easily comes up with three wishes, bang, 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 these are the three things that you would wish for, you now have three things to start planning for. You have three areas to start goal setting. If I was going to talk to my personal genie, I would say, I wish I could lose, you know, 15 pounds. And my personal genie would say, well, um, you do have a gym that you go to. You do have at-home workout equipment. You do have yoga stuff that you do all the time. Maybe do more of that and you'll get what you want. That's fair. I, that's true. But at least by doing that, I'm like, you know what? That's right. I need to make that more of a priority. If it's a thing that I would spend a wish on, it means it's important to me. So sneak up on yourself a little bit. If you're not comfortable with the your personal genie thing, write a letter to Santa Claus, but it can only be about you. It cannot be about changing, affecting, or doing anything to other people. It has to be, I wish that I. I wish that I didn't work with this person. I wish that I didn't have these stresses. I wish that I had a better relationship with someone. I wish that I looked a little bit different than I do right now or maybe fit into more of my clothes. 
Once you figure out what you want, the rest of the steps will come more easily. But if you don't even know what you want, you won't have a place to start. So decide what you don't want, go way back to find out what you wanted as a kid, think of how you can expand on what you already have or do or are, and that you want more of. Try on different futures and talk to people to find out the other side of living their best life and make more clear judgments on what you actually want. And ask yourself what you would ask your personal selfish genie, or this week, what you would ask Santa for Christmas. But it has to be about you. Coming up next, we are going back to the business ideas, and we're figuring out how niche is too niche for a market. How small can a market get that it can be really, really specific, but at the same time, really, really profitable. If your dreams are bigger than your budget, it's time to join the Kick-Ass Company membership site, where we go deeper with in-depth training on all areas of marketing, business, and mindset. Head over to thekickasscompany.com and join for just $20 a month for 2020. To get more kick-ass in your life, follow us at Hala Connected. And if you liked what you heard today, hit subscribe and leave us a review. Until next time, kick-ass, figure out what you want, live on purpose, and have a wonderful holiday season. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Now put down your phone and start kicking ass. (laughs) 